That's that intro. Hey, another show, Football 101, here on this fine Sunday, fun day, NFL games, uh, down the pat, down the Pats, down the Tennessee Titans. Hey, is what it is, man. Cats can't control themselves. They're probably out fucking around. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, listen, I'm doing this share Zoom. You can see my screen. Uh, I'm trying to be interactive here with this show. Uh, third little segment, uh, Football 101, with uh, myself and... Hopefully, you guys can get a, this This title of this show, so we're clear, is going to be called, we're going to be calling this Building Our Tool Shed, all right? We're going to build our shed. Before we have the tools, you got to have something to put them in, man, and uh, we're going to try to get all your tools necessary to go in and succeed, but before that, you got to have somewhere to put them and uh, somewhere to put the arsenal, so to speak, so we got to build a shed, man, and last time I talked about interviewing, this time I'm going to talk about what goes in the presentation to interview, all right? I gave you a little nuggets on, a few nuggets on how to interview, things that people don't really discuss in this interview process. Um, but now we're going to talk about, um, we're going to start talking about what goes in the shed, okay? Um So we're going to get into building this tool shed. Uh, now, mind you, this is all well before you ever enter the interview process. This is well before you ever attain the job. This is, uh, you know, once you attain the job, we're going to discuss those things too, all right? I'm going to talk about hiring, agendas, protocols, plans of attack, what I call POAs. This is how to build your presentation to go into the interview and have it presented set of documents that's going to look, uh, it's going to be conducive to success, man. Um, so this is how to build your presentations. Uh, one step at a time, man. Fuck X's and O's and all that shit. We're going to get to all that. You're building your tool shed right now so we can put our tools in it. All right. What goes into an interview presentation? All right. To the presentation itself, number one, I think you should have a resume. I call it executive summary, right? You should have your resume in a binded, uh, very, Neat, nice, professional-looking, binded, you know, folder, right? Or some type of binded deal with a clear-coated cover sheet that that actually is, you know, uh, they have to open up. So we want to have that. I I can show you one of mine, um, just older one. um, But this is something that you guys should all create. Um, Let's see. I don't know where it is, but uh, let's see if I can get to, let me see if I can show you guys an executive summary. I just had the damn thing up. Um, so I got this interactive screen I'm trying today for the first time, man. So just stay through me here. Um, so You guys should see my other screen, hopefully. And that's kind of an executive summary, okay? That's what it entails. It's a cover sheet, right? This will be behind your clear binder. Um, So this will be your cover sheet and whatever that, you know, entails, right? So then you want to... Let me see how to operate this deal. 
So the second page should be your executive summary, right? This is most recent position, et cetera, et cetera, just like a resume would have on it. You know, kind of an intro and a bio to yourself, uh, what it is, uh, what your strengths and weaknesses kind of are, um, you know, what you're known as, you know, an innovative offensive coach, uh, successful at each stop while adopting, um, while adapting offensive schemes to talent that's available, you know, successful quarterback coach who excels in teaching the intricacies of the most crucial position and getting uh, positive production while reducing turnovers and mistakes. Da, da, da. You want to get all these things, who you've been tutored by, who you've been mentored by, who you have as a, you know, who's in your backing, who's your circle, what tree are you under? Um, and then you go into your playing experience and then your contacts and what you've done uh, nationally or, 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 or geographically, wherever you are. Um, and then talk about all those things. You want to talk about how attention to detail you are. I put meticulous attention to detail in every aspect of running a successful program. You want to get all these things in there. Having been through numerous rebuilding efforts and having learned from master program builders, I have full grasp of the issues that to be addressed and a comprehensive plan to implement a necessary change. So you want to put in every single thing that you can, right? It's almost kind of like a cover letter and a resume and references all in one deal. And then you want to put your professional experience, playing, coaching, etc. And then you want to put your uh, what you've been educational, obviously, what your members of. Are you a member of the AFCA? That's huge. Every one of you guys should be a member of the AFCA, you know, American Football Coach Association. Playing experience. Um, obviously you want to put some highlights in there, accolades, and then you want to put, you know, any kids you got, daughter, yourself, your personal, when you're born, just put a few of those things, that little personal, when you're born deal is people understand, you know, that, okay, now we know, you know, are we hiring a 40 to 60 year old? Or are we hiring a 30 to 50 year old? That's huge to these guys. So you might as well put it out there now. And then you throw your references in there. Um, and you kind of just put your references in there, and, and you go from there, man. And that's kind of a executive summary, okay? That's the first thing that you should have on your deal, all right? So, like I said, I, I will get into more executive summary building, and we'll build one out later on in another show. Um, I'm just going over what present, what's in your presentation, right, okay, right now. Your first year plan of success, that should be the first thing right after that. And you want to have enough of these to pass out, like I told, talked about. You want to pass all this shit out, just so you know. But it includes winter, spring, summer. I call it a four-quarter program because every football program should have four quarters in it. And it starts in the winter, winter conditioning, January, right? Right after Christmas break, you get into your programs and you start winter conditioning. And that's when the seeds, that's when champions are built, all right? Just so we're clear. And that should be the hardest part of your season, in my opinion, especially if you're back east or in a winter state or something like that, the snow state. I love it, man. It makes men out of you. So first year plan of success, okay? Winter's quarter one. Your spring ball and your spring session is quarter two. Your fall, your, your summer session and your off, you know, your, win, your weight conditioning program in the summer is, is quarter three. And then obviously the fall, the program, your, your season is quarter four. So that's how I've always broke it down. And I've always broke it down that way academically as well. And my kids get graded per quarter as far as how their GPA is, what courses they're passing, etc. Because all my kids got out in 18 months like clockwork. They didn't take two and three years like a lot of JUCOs do. So 
that was just how we kind of operated. All right, a four quarter program. We had it actually put it on all over, all over our walls and our shirts, and and we used that four quarter program. So I'll show you one. <clears throat> let me let me pull it up here. First year plan of success. Okay. Um, I hate this shit. All right, here we go. So I got this first year plan of success. You should be able to see it on my other deal here. Um, so this this here, first year recruiting plan is you want to always have, they want to know who's coming into your program. I don't care if you're high school or college, right? You want to have your first year plan of success. Year one, spring, you want to evaluate who's returning to the program you t- took over. Evaluate players, uh, players and athletic abilities. Watch the film from last year's team. This is all when you get the job before you probably hire a lot of guys. And you want to break down some games from the previous season so you can evaluate some of these guys. I've done this several times. Implement overall philosophy on what we want this season. Remember, it's about us, not me. So scheme, who to target, etc., etc. right? If, you got, if you're a high school coach and you got a youth – uh, you got a thumbprint on, you know, you got a, a grip on the youth coach around that area or what have you. You want to start getting those younger eighth graders into your program. Who to target? Created a recruiting list with zones, numbers, etc. You want to create a crew, recruiting list. We'll get into all that later for college coaches. Um, you know, you want to implement your offense and defensive strategy. So that at least before you hire coordinators, these are the non-negotiables I have as the head coach. This is what we're going to do. And these are what I want to see. I don't want to care what you call as long as it's in this parameter and under these, you know, guidelines. So that's all this. That's what you want to get all this done as a head coach. Okay. Get your spring practice dates. Meet with the returners about expectations. This is all before I ever hire a coach pretty much. Watch the film with players uh, group by group so we know who we have returning or not. So that's an important one there. Because you'll know who's here and who's not, especially if you're a high school coach. You don't know those guys, not like college. Watch, uh, create recruiting letterhead. Uh, start to send out to, to vital recruits early and often. Generate a freshman orientation day or a week. Arrange speakers and food, etc. Make it a big deal. Bombard recruits with home visits and be visible at each high school. Now, this is, that's in the winter, man. That's like spring, winter, spring when you get the job. Year one, summer, evaluate your players from spring ball. Uh, once you've gone through quarter two, which is your spring, and you start targeting need areas, um, implement campus visits, establish concrete plan of attack for the latter part of recruiting process, uh, crisp, efficient contacts daily, set up your visits, phone conversations, etc. I have a call log that I use for my staff. We can get into that. And then year one in season, obviously, you still you recruit all day, every day, 24-7. That is our blood life coaches just so we're clear so you want to make sure we're contacting coaches we're going to games we're going to friday night games if you don't plan if you're at a high school we're going to go to the youth pop warner games on saturdays or what have you um you know you want to watch film as a staff on downtime contact the upcoming seniors you want an academic report on these guys make sure you know if they're not a qualifier but they're a d1 dude you better stay on their asses right all these type of deals if you're a college guy and then, you know, just make sure we're still having, if you're a college guy, you want to bring those high school guys on campus um, for games if you can, uh, for practices, um, et cetera, et cetera, right? So you want to make sure that those things happen. So build a first-year plan of success, and you want to make sure that you have 
clear and concise rationale to it when you're talking to this committee and this interview process, okay? So you want to make sure you hand it out, pass it out, etc. What you also want to have is a three-year plan for success in this presentation. Youth building, recruiting middle school, etc. for high school programs. If you're college, obviously, you know you want your year one four-quarter plan, you want your year two four-quarter plan. In the year one four-quarter plan, what changes? What is your expectations or goals, mission statement, core values, things we talked about last week? But what are you going to put in the first three years? My thing is, year one, I talked about we want to compete for a league championship, conference title, whatever it may be. And make it a goal. If it's a goal, fuck, man, shoot for the stars, land on the moon. Make it a lofty goal. So I want these people to know that they're hiring me. It's like they don't look at me like I got shit in my face, but also look at me like, all right, this guy at least wants to win and wants to do it right and win and get it but every first year plan or your third year plans, your three year plan for success. Year one should be solely to build a culture, get rid of the bad, bring in the good, set a environment that is conducive for success. You want to make sure these kids are going to class, study hall. You implement a study hall program should be every in year one, every one of you guys, a discipline, uh, a conduct detrimental to this team code of conduct, a contract. You want those things in year one. You want to make sure we've created a culture. We want to make sure our kids are going to class and graduating and getting high GPAs. We're going to do, um, you know, study checks every day. We're going to make sure we do academic progress reports all the time, every week on our kids. Position coaches are, are held responsible for those things. So we want to make sure we're doing those in year one. Year two, everything's almost the same except for what? Recruit better players, get better players. You've established your younger players, and you've you've molded those guys. And now, conference championship turns into bowl game if you're college. It turns into playoffs if you're high school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, if you catch my drift. Third year for plan should be league champs, and either if you got a three or a four year. A lot of people do three or four year plans. Three years, either you're league champs and you go deep into the playoffs or you want to win your sectional title or your or your state title or what have you, That's then that's what you want to do, man. Just depends on the program you're taking. You know, I've taken places that have, been, that have won six games in, in seven, ten, six, seven years. So I knew there was some things I had to do and it was going to take a year or two. But even though everywhere I've ever been, year one and two has always been very successful because we go in hard and fast. And it's not hard, man, if you, if you get people to buy in. Um, you build it, they shall come. That's a real talk. And so make sure you understand um, you can get this shit done regardless. I don't care where you are. Um, and, and you can do it in year one, year two. just depends on when you get the job. Hopefully you got the job in January and you're going from there. Graduation plan, what includes, which includes all the NCAA requirements, the SAT, ACT score the sliding scale, the 16-core GPA, along with the 10-core after your junior season, all those requirements should be in a, a um, your plan, okay? It, it has to be. This is like a degree. This is like a, we called it a long-range planner, academic planner. You know, this is for a, a, a guy that I would get, and this is, let's say he was a transfer. This is what he needed to get out of my school. You should have this for every single fucking kid on your team. Because when I go speak to your players, none of them know 
what it takes to graduate from the four, from the high school level and what it takes to become NC2A qualified. That is your job, coaches. This should be number one. A graduation plan should be in every single one of your kids' files. When a D1 coach walks in, you should hand them that shit because guess what? Every day is an interview, coach. You're also being interviewed by the four-year school and say, you know what, this guy has a legitimate-ass high school program, man. He might be a good college coach one day. Let's keep an eye on this guy. I'm going to go back and tell my head coach that this guy gave us an academic plan, a graduation plan. He's got all his core classes in check. This is He does scuddy hall. He does fucking academic evaluations every week. Holds his staff accountable. These are things coaches see, man. Trust me, all right? So have an academic plan for your kids, every single kid. And yeah, man, you might you might stay up and fucking get off fucking PlayStation. You might stay up all night um, for a long shit. I never sleep, period, to this day. That's why I'm up doing this at 6 in the morning. So have your fall, your term, your spring, all your terms in there. For high school guys, I have a high school uh, deal too, and I'll show you at a later day. But it's, it's a calculator. It's actually an academic calculator you plug in. Um, it shows you what you what GPA you need, what ACT, SAT score you need, all the core classes. That's for high school guys. And you need those things. Um, so have a graduation plan for each one of your guys. This all should be in your presentation, and you put, it, you put a table of contents after your bio page, and it actually shows what's in order. And that's the order you should go through in your interview. So you go right down the list. And you, you have to understand something. I should have told you last week in the interview one uh, show how to interview. You have to control the interview in these situations. Once you let the committee control the interview, you are lost. You're done. Especially if they already have their guy picked out like I told you. You come in and control the interview. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to let you know I would like to go down this uh after I answer your questions, of course, I would like to go through my situation, my presentation here in this order. And you all have a packet in front of you. And let's go to one. Obviously, is my my resume. You guys have got to look through during the process of interviews. Um, I would like to go in my first year of my first year plan for success for this program. You know, number two, I'd like to talk about my three year plan of success. Everyone can see you all have a handout. I'd like to talk about this was why graduation plan. We got to graduate our kids. We got to educate, matriculate, and graduate them. That's my motto. That's one of my high school mottos. Educate, matriculate, graduate. That's what it is, right? We want to educate them in all aspects. Fuck on the field. We want to educate them so they don't get killed out in the street, right? So we're going to educate them in every which way. How to graduate is part of educating them. What takes how what it takes to become an NCAA qualifier coach? That's educating them because before you educate, I mean, before you matriculate them through the process and get them out of your school to graduate, you have to educate them on how to do so. A lot of you guys are missing this educational part, and I'm not talking about with the teachers in the classroom. I'm talking about your asses, coach. Educating your kids on every single piece of information that they should have, just like a CEO. Because if, if you don't know the fucking, if you're not the CEO of yourself and your program, then how the hell are the kids going to know what's going on? So, 
You should have those things in there. And you're going around the committee, and you want to say, these are the things I'd like to go in order, and boom, 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 boom. And you go down the list. And I usually have, fuck, 15, 20 things. So you got to understand, you want to go through a little fast, and you got to know the time, and you may have to skip some things on your presentation that's not as vital um, as you think, because you probably won't get through all of them unless they're really into you and they want to hear this whole thing, right? So... Okay, graduation plan. Then you want to go have a freshman orientation flyer. You want to have this flyer, um, some type of flyer that you've created, right? You want to create a freshman a freshman orientation flyer, um, like something like this. You know, I just created this. I had I've used many different ones. I just put this in there to get rid of some logos I had on there. But John Doe University, eleven uh, eleven Winter Circle. You know, Wintersville, California. We want to put our school address, everything in there. We want to make sure it's a freshman orientation flyer. You want to have your picture of your program on there, probably. You want to have a, a little, uh, you know, explanation on to why you're contacting these uh, junior highs. As a coaching staff, we would like to invite you to our upcoming freshman orientation at Winners John Doe University, wherever it is, right, to see our campus, meet our coaching staff, administration, and to get Get a feel for us as a staff. Also to gain superior knowledge, not only on the football field, but what to, but to gain valuable knowledge for your academic success in the classroom. You will meet our president, athletic director, uh, financial aid supervisor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You put the dates in there. You get that to as many people as you can, all right? And that's a freshman orientation flyer, college or high school. Um, you need to do that for the youth if in high school, Pop Warner programs, what have you. Um, obviously at the college level, you want to do it to the high school. So, uh, freshman orientation, plan. you want to have a recruiting plan. If you're a college coach, obviously high school, I know it's quote unquote illegal, but even though, um, you can still do it with various things, right? Passing league competitions, lineman competitions, which are very, very underrated tug of war, sand pit, weight room, all those type of things, relays you, it's a great evaluation for O lineman. D lineman, it keeps them engaged. Why seven on seven is obviously the popular thing for the pretty boys, right? Keep those linemen happy and active, man. Um, engaged. Um, you want to have your dear parent letter. You want to have a parent letter, man. You want to send this parent letter out early and often, man, because you want to get these parents involved. Um, you want to get these parents involved in your program, right? So. This is like dear prospective student athlete. This is you want to you want to address the parents number one though. You want to get the parents to understand that. Listen, ma'am, this is Coach Brown. I got the job here. I'm the new head coach. Duh, 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 duh. I would like to invite you to a whatever you want to do. Maybe do a pancake breakfast. Invite all. Talk to the parents. Meet the parents. Right. You want to start getting them involved in the booster clubs. You want to start getting them involved in. Different activities to help your boys out, especially if you do a summer camp or a sleepover. Whatever you do, shit I used to do. Start now. Introduce yourself to the parents. Let them know who you are and get after it and get them guys on your team because at the end of the day, you don't want these helicopter parents out there fucking with your shit. So you better get them on there one time and let them know, to be honest, man. Listen, I'm here to coach your kid. I'm here to get your son where he could not get himself. You cannot help me do that. So the number one thing is for you to stay out of my way, right? That's what the fuck you need to tell the parents. But in saying that, if you want the most unbiased, non-political program in America, this is the place to be. 
And in, for saying that, you have to trust me because you guys hired me to get your son where he could not get himself. That saying that, you have to leave me alone. You have to support the program and your boys, but understand I am daddy away from home. And I don't know if you can say it that way. I would, but you need to say it in a manner that is obviously professional and get those parents to grasp the concept that, okay, we have to leave. We got to let our kids drop their nuts eventually. And you have to really sell that to the parents the first time you meet them. And let them understand. You want to get a kid a scholarship? No, you got to have a reputation, man. I mean, if I did that right now and took a high school, I'd say, yeah, I've, I've got 250 kids, Division One, 27 in the NFL. You should shut the hell up and leave me alone, don't you think? And I think that's, you know, obviously those things weigh um, heavily on people. So you're going to have to build a reputation. If you're a rookie head coach, you're going to have to come in there and you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to deal with some parents, obviously, because that's what it is nowadays. Because administrators are too scared to fucking tell them anything. So you're gonna have to understand that too. So you got to know what program you're taking. Um, but this is well before that, guys. This is building your presentation. So, dear parent letter. Then your financial aid knows. You know, you got to understand because high school kids can do financial aid as well, obviously, especially if you're at the private sector. But if you're not, um, obviously, if you're at the college level, you need to let them know what financial aid is, is what's needed. And just like high school seniors all should take financial aid classes. You guys should be teaching them coaches because a lot of your guys are going to have to go JUCO. So understand they need to know and get their financial aid deadlines met. Get all their financial aid needs in place. Get their parents W-2s done. Because that's going to be the hardest headache for you guys and for the college coach getting your kid. And if you can help expedite that process, it would be huge for that coach. And then again, every day is an interview. Those coaches are seeing you handle your business. So, financial aid notes. History of the school. Like, facts for recruiting. Amenities in town. Attractions. You know, have a PowerPoint. PowerPoint's always something I've, I've always done. But, you know... You need to put that into a recruiting presentation. I will show you in a well-put-together, in-depth recruiting presentation later down the line. Um, then you want to come up with your nutritional guidelines, conditioning and weight room plan. You know what I mean? I I can't, you know, that's that's something that you guys got to create. Like, I, I have all my own, of course. I have all that shit. But you guys got to come up with your own deal and, um, you know, it takes a lot of work, man. Uh, it really does. It takes a lot of work. So you're going to have to really um, put that shit together. And I'll, and I'll show you. Let me put it together. Here's like a this right here. Staff schedule and calendar, all right? Obviously, it's for Indy, right? So you want to go put a nice, make it look good, man. This is binded as well, man. These are, these are my meetings and times when I meet with my staff. Meeting rooms and facility locations for your position groups. This is where you guys meet every time. It's organized, man. Quarterbacks, you meet in room one-on-one. Boom, 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 boom. At these times. Running backs, you're here. So no, you're not having a shit show, man. It's an organized, uh, it's organized chaos. Special teams meetings are in these rooms. Team meetings are in these rooms. This is like a packet for your staff to understand and to keep. I have my coaches always come up with quotes and give them to the coach, the kids in, 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 in certain meetings or breakfasts or, or practice. So coaches that are young can start learning how to speak in front of large groups, right? So these are all little things. Objectives and protocols as coaches. Team player objectives and awards. These are awards we give out. These are what the coaches were responsible for. 
So these are this is just like a kind of a, a, a winter and spring calendar, okay? January 21st through March 29th. This is the schedule right there. 5.15 a.m. Staff works out as a staff. That's something I used to do. 6 a.m. Team meeting. Coach Brown PowerPoint. Snacks in the locker room. 7 a.m. We had weights. 8.30 a.m. We had weights. It was, we were so large, obviously, we had to split up two groups. 11.30 a.m. Class check. Class started. Noon. We had lunch. 1 o'clock, class checks again. We went back to school. And then we go all the way through it. This was a summer deal or a, or a winter deal, okay? So that's what you're seeing here. And so this is just a schedule. Um, put little quotes on it. Put little different things. That's a staff master schedule. Have that. Have a schedule with calendars in it. Um, I got calendars. I got all those things you need to have, okay? Um, you should have a calendar. And I have all that shit I can show you. Practice schedules. Obviously, you need to have a practice schedule. This is what you're showing the committee. These are our practice schedules. Not a fucking practice script. A practice schedule. A master schedule. These are the times I would like to go. This is when you start letting your guys know on the committee anything you kind of want to demand, so to speak, without really saying it. You know, I like to switch it up. I like to go at night one night. I would like to have the lights um, if possible, on a Thursday night, we like to do a tempo practice. It's a real short one, hour-long tops, but we go fast, and we like to simulate a game day for high schools that we play on Friday, right? Something I used to do. Um, just depends on what you want to do, but you got to have a schedule uh, for your guys. And then scripting, obviously, you want to show them what a practice script looks like. So you have a schedule on the front, you double-sided sheet of paper on the back, you have your offense and defensive scripts, and you show your scripting. Then you have letters of recommendation. You should have some letters of recommendation in there. You should have some non-negotiables in your presentation, meaning what you won't tolerate. Don't be in there and just be taking it in the ass by these people. You got to understand, you want to take a job and be successful, they're going to have to have one foot in with you and be supportive because if it's all their way, then you don't need to take the job anyway. Just understand, every interview doesn't mean you need to take the job even if offered. Not all jobs are good jobs, especially head coaching jobs when you're young. Don't jump into every single job just because you can be a head coach. Um, but you want to give your non-negotiables. Uh, guys, I'm going to need lights on Thursday nights to practice. We schedule, we keep our stuff fresh. We want to arrange the most conducive practice schedule possible. 6 a.m. waits three days a week. One day we want to go at night so they can go home after school, get some lunch, whatever, if that's what you do. When I coach in the hood, I never let them leave campus, so we were there all damn day like college. Um, but you got to arrange things. you got to make sure they're eating. you got to make sure you're putting things in there to keep them guys because they're going to be tired, right? And um, then so we don't lift at night or we practice at night. Whatever you want, your non-negotiables, things that you want as the head coach because they have to give you something. You're, they're hiring you, and obviously you have a reputation for them to want you. So these are things you got to do. Lastly, in this presentation, you should have your coach's manuals in there. You should have a staff manual. You should have position manuals. You should have a strength and conditioning manual. You should have a recruiting manual. You should have a recruiting plan of attack. And then you should have staff agendas. Staff agendas are like uh, like a staff agenda. Like this is July 9th staff meeting. Coaches decorum and practice expectations. Now this is what's on the sheet for your coaches. But obviously you have a much more detailed sheet of paper in front of you because everything there has an explanation right so coaches decorum this is how you're talking to your coaches about how we dress how we act how we walk and talk uh, practice expectations manual i had 
Um, calendar review and corrections. We go over the calendar, make sure we we're, we're, uh, maybe coaches catch something that you screwed up on. Practice meetings and times. First four practice plans so I can get with the coordinators and I can set up the, the plans of the schedule. How we grade, our grading shirt policy, that's what you saw on the show, obviously. Our music at practice, that's all little shit that you are accountable for. Make, sh- make sure we know, coaches, the head coach is accountable. The assistants is responsible. There's a huge difference. Uh, training room and unable or able to perform list. You know, we got a guy handling those. Uh, walkthrough layout, field layout. Uh, if we got multiple fields, what's the layouts? The painting and the lining of the fields if we're still doing that. Um, not all of us are luxury to have the luxury of turf filming in our deer stands. If that's what you have, you know, our SD cards for cameras, all this shit that you're, you're accountable for film and horn scripts. Just understand our film script is totally different than our practice script. Even though it's the times are the same, they're color coordinated. So the fucker knows when to blow the horn, right? Student helpers set up the field, set up field coordinator. You should give a coordinating role to every assistant coach on your staff so they understand what the logistics are, how coordinators are now controlling an aspect of the program. Give them some, uh, give them a feel that they, you know, they control something, man. Give them that head coaching feel so they can even be more motivated. And you teaching these young coaches how to become your how to become a head coach one day. So even if my young 24-year-old special teams coordinator was also the study hall coordinator, he when he's time in a meeting, in a staff meeting, it was time to talk study hall or special teams, he controlled the room. Only guy that could shut him up was me. Everybody, he controlled the DC, the OC, because he was the coordinator of that position, right? That's just how I operated. That's how I did it. Um, but you can go and see through this thing, man. You want to talk about everything possible um, in, 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 in your agendas on how you, you meet with your staff. Um, staff manuals, you know, those are huge, man. Um, you know, obviously I have a staff manual. Um, you know, this is a staff manual, man. I mean, this is your coaches on there. Um, you know, head coach all the way down, all those guys, equipment coordinator, film coordinator. You know, this is a player's manual. You got to have a player's manual and a staff manual. This is actually a player's manual. I don't I don't show my staff manual. But, you know, coaching, tips for communication, reminders, you know, all these different things, man, is what you need to have on there so you can understand that these people on this committee understand you're fucking organized. You're understanding everything. You're, con- you're controlling the, the, the interview. Player's manuals. These are a quarterback manual. Why receivers should have a manual. Running back, O-line, D-line. Every position you should become, you should build a manual if you're a position coach. Okay, just so we're clear. These are all things that you want to discuss in a manual. And I know I'm going through this thing fast, man, because this is show three and we got a lot more detailed shows to come. And, and this is just something that you want to talk about in your manuals. Okay, and I can, we could talk about this privately. But these are things that you have to have in this presentation. And then you have to have a recruiting manual. You want to have a recruiting manual, man, that's, that shows uh, everything that you're doing, um, how you're controlling your staff, where your staff's going recruiting, et cetera, if you're college. If you're high school, obviously, what you're going to do that way. And then you want to make sure your guys understand you're telling them how to get your kids to the four-year level. And this is a grad transfer plan, how to qualify, two-year school, four-year school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want to put these things in there so your committees understand, man, this guy has every single thing current. We have every rock turned over. We want to make sure every single person 
understands on that committee that you are well versed and very in control of the program and you it, it's going to be in good hands you have to get that conveyed to these committee members and that's the huge part of this thing so um, that's just some things that you should put in your presentation and that's what this show was about today and uh, hey I hope you guys grasp something from all this and like I said I'll this is only going to get well 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 much you know it's going to get much deeper and much more detailed once I figure out how to do two screens and all this shit that I need to some little kid here to do but I don't have that so I'm learning it so at least I'll share on the screen. We'll have it even better. I'll have some stuff on the TV behind me. We'll have on the board in front of me. This thing's set up to go. And uh, like I said, become a member, subscribe on my YouTube. And uh, starting on Monday, tomorrow, it's going to be for members only. So just understand, we're going to build that out. And it's going to be a lot more. Uh, it's going to be go time, man. I'm going to be letting I'm gonna be letting loose, cutting loose, uh, letting you guys know. And uh, it'll be... Uh, It'll be very informative, but I'm going to get after it, man. So if you guys are real coaches, you want to get in on this thing, uh, become a member, subscribe today. All right. Hey, I appreciate you guys, man. Real Coach JB. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. This the last chance to do it. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see.